A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello again, Scott. Hello again, Mr. Josh Brown, Mr. My Friend. There's another thing to talk about in regards to the Avengers, um, where their creative director, Sean Escog, has uh, gone back to Naughty Dog. He's the dude that wrote and directed uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, alongside a bunch of other stuff over the years. Um, but it's a big old talking point because he was essentially the you know lead creative on the Avengers story content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the single player, the Kamala Khan stuff, which was easily the best stuff in that whole game. Um, and he tweeted, uh, I think it was just yesterday, April 19th, um, saying that he's gone back to Naughty Dog. Now, someone immediately said, what is this mean for the Avengers um, and he, he literally just said Marvel's Avengers is in good hands and that was it and, uh, <laughs> just, it's, just, it's over there now I've just I've done my bit and I'm going to leave uh, what's your initial thoughts to this before we get all conspiratorial a few thoughts first of all the fact that they didn't make a tweet saying who let the dogs out to announce their return <laughs> really really annoyed me because that's just I'm an missing, open goal missing it Second, um, it's just like the most kind of like boilerplate thing you could sort of say, like to <laughs> respond to it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that's all you need. Maybe all you need is just to reaffirm that it is in, you know, safe hands or whatever. Well, I'm, but sure, it's... It was, I'm sure it was Casey Hudson who said when he yeah. left uh, Bioware for the second time, yeah. um, the anthem was in good hands or in safe hands. And it wasn't, I, was it? It wasn't I in think, good hands at all. Exactly. I think that's why it kind of rings as a little bit PR speak. You know, it, it might not oh, be. Yeah. It might be exactly what... Um, uh, he thinks in this situation, but at the same time, we've we've seen that response so many times to <laughs> creatives who have left a project and gone, no, don't don't worry, it's in mm-hmm. safe hands. And then you actually look at the project a year later, and Anthem is suddenly announcing its 2.0 thing, and then instantly, um, you know, going back on it and saying, actually, we're not going to do this. It's not in safe hands anymore. But you know, when it comes to the Avengers, I know they have announced a lot of stuff recently, mm-hmm. and I do I do want to see them pull this one around. To be honest, I want the Avengers, Marvel's Avengers to turn into something special and turn into something that I personally want to go back to and play and experience and re-experience again. Whether or not they will do that, I don't know yet. Well, the thing is, with with him leaving, like, you know, the, the head of the single player, the, like I said, the most recommendable part of that game that you would hope over time would be added to in a meaningful way in regard... I mean, they've announced that there's the Black Panther pack coming out, there's the Black Widow stuff um, scheduled for the spring, which, you know, like we'll get hopefully a boost in general exposure because of the movie as well. Um, but that whole, the fact that he's leaving, I'm like, how many notes did he leave behind just saying, well, this is what I was going to do, this is how this story was going to play out? Because the single player portion of the Avengers does end on... I don't know if it would class it as a cliffhanger, but it's very much a, a segue into the multiplayer. And even yeah. if you play it now, like I picked it up again to try it again, the PS5 update, uh, which like I had to do on a fresh save and everything. Um, you can easily just, from the main menu, you can just pick the multiplayer option and then Cap's just right there. Um, right. And you just sort of have like, um, it's one of the shield agents just saying, like, well, anyway, welcome back, Cap, which just wipes out the whole single player thing of like retrieving Cap and is Cap even in it and everything else. <laughs> um, and just sort of, here's your multiplayer missions, just keep going. By the um, way, sorry, it's a weird dynamic. Not, not 
interrupt, man, but like that's yeah. just one of like the, the I can't I can't get over that design decision. <laughs> like I've been thinking about it for two years now. Like he's yeah. on the he's on the box. He's on the box in the whole. But is he in the game though? Like I don't know. Potentially be dying. I don't know. Sorry for interrupting you. That was really no, no. rude. But I just it's something that erupts every single time I'm reminded that they did that because <laughs> it just to me that is reflective of the like fracture between the marketing of this game and mm. what Square Enix was presenting it as and what at least some of the team members thought the game was from a story perspective, from a mm -hmm. setup perspective, you know? Well, the thing is, there was there was a perfect version of this game, and it's very much it existed in our minds beforehand, that it was a story-based, or at least a, a big portion of it was story-based, but occasionally you would have these missions where you would, like, pair up with other players and go and, you know, take care of a certain, you know, threat, like, or certain characters popped up in a city and they need you to respond and whatever else, and you would do the story stuff alongside that. And I like the idea, I mean, you almost saying it, we did a video on it beforehand of, like, wishlist type stuff, maybe it was a podcast, um, you know, where you could have that thing of, you know, maybe getting a notification on your phone if you had a companion app or something and just said, hey, by the way, such and such, the destroyer is loose down in, uh, you know, Manhattan or whatever, and you need to go down there. And, you you know, your specced up character is the one that goes in there and responds to it. And you you make the Monster Hunter style, you put the flare up and everyone else comes in and you all defeat the thing. Together, that would have been great. But it's 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 barely in there. Like it kind yeah. of is in there. You can posse up and go fight a bunch of dudes, and you do have these tachyon trials and these different raid bosses and everything else. They're, it's kind of in there, but I just feel like it's also it was also it was always a game of two halves. Like when I did the review, it's like the single player is very much over here, and the multiplayer is very much over there. And with the um, with the dude behind it, Sean Escarg leaving, then that even it siphons off the single player even more because yeah. he's not going to be involved in the story scenes going forward. And like I said, maybe he's left notes behind or whatever. Um, but I just like that whole portion you can tell that as someone who worked on Uncharted did the single player stuff you can see the Uncharted DNA in portions of that single player um, but it's not in the multiplayer at all the multiplayer is this weird soulless thing that just you know it plays yeah. fine but it's just it's devoid of purpose at the minute yeah, totally. I, I mean, I fully agree. I think they are trying to get there with the characters that they've released and the specific, mm. you know, mini stories or whatever they've released alongside them, building this wider narrative, I guess, to sustain redoing missions or to sustain jumping back into a character. I just don't mm -hmm. think they quite have that foundation there, like you said. And maybe getting someone in, you know, to lead the project who's fully focused on the multiplayer might be able to win it round. But to mm. me, that kind of feels like a step backwards because, again, like you said, my favorite parts, and I think your favorite parts as well, were from that main story, were from some of the characters, were from interrogating those relationships, seeing how mm -hmm. they grow, looking at the Avengers as this fractured team that's coming back together after this you know, huge calamity. And then that stuff was just kind of dropped once they were reunited and you had this kind of, like you said, soulless multiplayer experience <laughs> where you could play that game for hundreds of hours if you want, a level mm -hmm. of each character, do the battle pass for each character, but there's no real, drive for oh, why you would want to do that and that's what i was certainly you know missing especially at launch i haven't touched it since because i didn't have that you know push to like go back to it i had no reason mm. to stay i had no reason to boot it up every single day and treat it as this thing that i could experience and could get more out of it i felt like i had everything i could get out of it by the end and that's what well, i want to see in these kind of like 
roadmaps, just more purpose injected back into the game. Mm-hmm. Well, the roadmap stuff was really good to see, um, but like it's still it comes alongside a game that as is at its core. You know, it has like six or eight different currencies. There's all the premium stuff. There's yeah. the individual character battle passes, like you said. There's just it reeks of all that 2017, you know, grindy stuff that was in Shadow of War, that was in For Honor, um, but the dragged Battlefront 2 down, um, just these weird sort of monetized systems that you know we've covered it a bunch of times, but it it just it still reeks of that. It doesn't feel like a player first experience, and I think the one thing that could endear it to a player base uh, would be meaningful emotional story beats, character moments, things like that, things that you can't do in a multiplayer only game, which is what it seems to be steering more towards. Um, yeah. I think I I mean look, they could embrace it and make it free to play, and um, you know put it alongside the fact that it does have the next gen updates. And maybe people would give it a shot, but it's just it's in, it's such a weird hybrid identity, and we haven't even talked about why someone like Shauna Scott would leave. Uh, yeah, which clearly I mean I have to assume is because he can't he's not needed anymore if they're going to be steering more towards the multiplayer stuff anyway. I think it's just it's an interesting approach from Square Enix like as a publisher overall and mm. how they're kind of like treating this game and how they're trying to patch it up in the post um, release world because you know I think it was about a month or maybe two months ago that we covered the story about them coming out and saying look we're going to extend the XP grind for all of these <laughs> yeah. heroes and we were all like why that is not how you retain players their no. reasoning was that they wanted people to you know feel more meaningful when they leveled up you know feel like each level meant something and spend more time playing as each player and getting each character leveled up and stuff but Mm -hmm. if that's the answer to retaining players for longevity and it's not meaningful story content or meaningful engagement with um, new systems or even retooling old systems to make them more rewarding overall Mm -hmm. if the the goal ultimately is just we want people to watch the numbers go up for as long as possible and hope (laughs) they don't get bored like that's that to me will kill it in the long yeah. run, yeah, ultimately. It's also like you've got like the one of the best voice casts in gaming history. It's literally yeah. like an Avengers of voice talent, like Laura Bailey, Troy Baker, Nolan North, Sandra Saad. Uh, I forget the other dude whose name I'm blanking on who plays Thor. But like, still, that's an insane cast. There should have been so many more scenes with all of them just going at each other, having these back and forths, having genuine chemistry that we feel in the Avengers movies that's barely in the single player anyway, especially towards the end. Uh, or it gets in there a little bit more towards the end, and then you're just shoveled into the multiplayer and. Uh, uh, that sort of stuff that they could capitalize on going forward. All those voice actors could be tweeting things out and hey, we've got this big crossover event and whatever. None of that stuff can really happen because you don't have the guy behind it to you know curate that stuff anymore. So I don't know, I feel like a lot of people gave up on the Avengers a while ago. I've seen yeah. like a few bits and pieces on YouTube saying, well, this is how you fix it, you know, yeah. whatever, but it's just, it's a long road. It's a lot, it's a big hill for them to I feel like, you know, man, we've been in this situation so many times before. Before we started doing this news, you literally asked, have we not covered this already? And it's just because <laughs> so many different creative leads or lead designers or lead writers or whatever, you know, people at the higher executive levels of these live service experiences or these mm. long-term games franchises, I just kind of like leaving once the game is shipped we saw it with anthem we've seen it multiple times with halo infinite before that's even come out we've seen it with this now we saw it with cyberpunk you know it feels like you know every time one of these games comes out it doesn't do quite as well as people expected and that's when there's a lot of change-ups that happen and i think as a result of that you know you might lose good people you might you know misplace good people and the people who are on the other hand the people who come in are able to be really good and then they save it you know but it always seems like there's this 
massive situation where these games are in flux immediately after they come out and they're scrambling to see what personnel they're keeping, see what personnel <laughs> are going to have to come in and it can result sometimes in a very mismatched experience and like I say, I only hope that um, Avengers can be one of the good examples of this and not one of the bad ones where someone leaves well, and it's like, well, how do we fill this hole? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like for me, like I mean, I'm not, I don't, I've not read any Kate Bishop comics. So when they led with that, I understand why. Obviously, the Wakanda stuff had to be delayed out of sheer respect for Chadwick Boseman, and it's good that they finally have the Black Panther stuff back in the, like you know, somewhere down the line. But it is, if the answer to you know, should I play the Avengers or why should I be playing the Avengers? There's not really an answer to that yet. We're still waiting mm-hmm. on something like the, the future Black Widow packs, the Black Panther packs, and stuff like that. So it's like you know, there's more energy around the MCU brand, the Marvel brand, after things like the Shang Chi trailer. But it's just. As you know, like uh, the the PS5 Series X uh, upgrades came and went. Like it's not like anybody was saying, "Oh my God, you need to check this out now." It I needs so much more to it. Didn't know. I just totally forgot that they happened until you mentioned <laughs> it in this video. In my head, yep. I was like thinking. Like, have I, have I just blanked that entire week that happened or what? Or was that just not publicized? It's one of those really terrible ones where you have to re-download the PS4 one or the other. Well, I guess Xbox takes care of itself. But on the, yeah. you've got to re-download the PS4 one, upload your save yeah. to a you know a separate cloud thing and then get it again on the PS5 one. But whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, this, the, the fact that this dude's leaving does seem to throw the future of the project into a little bit of disarray unless you are already interested or invested in the multiplayer-only portion of it, which me and you ne- aren't necessarily, but occasionally <laughs> we'll check it out to see what's going on. Um, but let's know think down in the comments below maybe you're one of the few hardcore avengers fans and you've got some big old thoughts on what they should be doing going forward for now i've been scott from whatculture.com i've been josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.